What is going on, everybody? Welcome in. It's Annie Up. I'm Howard Benner. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. And, uh, you know, I wanted to talk a little preliminary DFS, but you know what? There's some stuff going on in the NFL, and I, I think it just... We need to talk about this. Uh, there are two stories going on uh, that really just kind of... I don't know. I got, they just kind of got me twisted up. Number one, Antonio Brown. Number two, Michael Thomas. Let's start with Michael Thomas here. No, let's start with Antonio Brown because I got to know. Antonio Brown, what the, what I'm seeing is right now is that his eight-game suspension was just that he couldn't play in the first eight games of the, the 2020 NFL season. Like, it did, the team didn't have to sign him and then let him sit or anything like that. He can just sit as a free agent, sit out, and then come like week nine, sign with a team, which I think is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that uh, a team can, you know, because it's not a suspension to me. But yeah, it is. how is that a suspension? He didn't get to play. The, the, there were teams that probably didn't want to sign him because of this. Right. He missed games, right? He's missing the first eight games of the season. Right, but you're not, he's not being, I mean, is he really being punished? Like, I mean, if a team just can swoop in and sign him right now, he's still, he's getting paid. You think yeah, he's but he's get not paid? getting paid as much. He's How mi- much he's less is eight. he going to get paid? He's going to get paid less. He's missing half the season. Right. So, so what do you think if Antonio Brown signs with a team, how much do you think he gets in a contract? I don't know. I'd have to look into it. I, it. Salary cap comes into play. Either, but the bottom line is, he's not able to play sixteen games. If he is able to play, he can only play eight. He's losing money. He is. He is. Yes, he's losing money. But uh, you know, again, to me, when you're suspended, it's it's a punishment. You know, whether whether it's suspended without pay or anything like that, and that just to see a team come in and just kind of swoop in. So wait a second. Let me get this straight. You'd feel better. So if Seattle signed him before the year and he missed the first eight games and now he's back with Seattle, that would make you feel better. It's the same thing. It would it would make me feel better about the punishment. Yes. But it's the same thing. It's not the same thing, though, because Seattle uh, isn't being, you know, if Seattle wants to take that chance and sign a guy and then he gets suspended or or he is suspended, Seattle should have to like there should be there should be some sort of a tax on it. There should be some sort attacks of attacks on the on team it. or the player. So wait, I'm confused now. I'm bold. You may... I'm bold. If this but guy Br- listen, Brown this... already served, he's serving his punishment. He can't play right now. Right. I don't know. I, I look at it differently then. I look at it completely differently um, because I just, I, I think there's something fundamentally wrong with the NFL. There's something well, that, fundamentally wrong with the NFL. And, and for the NFL to say, yes, Antonio Brown is suspended for eight games. Uh, but it's not really a suspension because he's he's not even with a team right now. If nobody signs him, right? Let's say nobody signs him. Let's say he's got the CTE issues, uh, all the mental problems that that the Patriots didn't want to deal with, uh, that the Raiders and and all that nonsense and crap that he pulled there. If any team, if every team said, you know, we're we're not dealing with that, then there is no suspension. He's he's not he's out of football. Because nobody wants to put up with his bullshit, but it's not really, it's not technically a suspension from the NFL. Well, he's prevented from earning a paycheck and teams are dissuaded from signing him because of what's going on. So if you know he suspended eight games, why bother signing him? You're like, all right, well, we'll wait till halfway through the season. 
that's technically his suspension, and then we'll sign him. And again, the other thing, too, Lindsey Jones tweeted this out, said the NFL's investigation into sexual assault allegations remains open. It would not preclude a team from signing Brown, but there is the potential for further discipline if NFL decides there were additional conduct conduct policy violations. So there is the chance that he does get signed and still can't play. So, but clearly there's interest. Adam Schefter reported the Seahawks are one of the teams that are favored to land his services and that there are other teams that are interested as well. Which again is something fundamentally wrong with the NFL. Like it just, it, it just, it sickens me. It sickens me. You know, I mean, when, when you see stuff, when you see teams are like, you know, whatever you want to behave like a jackass, you want to be a clown, you want to, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, when you see like Alden Smith signing with the Cowboys after everything that's gone on with Alden Smith, there's no like, we just don't want to have any of this problem or whatever like that. I mean, it's just we're, we're welcome them back. Yeah, but it goes on in every sport and in life. And you know it. If you have talent and you can play, you're always going to get the second chance. If you don't, you're not going to play. It comes down. Can you help a team win a championship? To say, you know, where, it's where always going to be. How, like, give me some of the more severe instances in other sports. Or old as Chapman, right? Uh, for hitting he, his, uh, for hitting his. Yeah, throat. is yeah. that not a big deal? It is a huge deal. He got suspended. How many games did he get suspended? Not much. What are you talking about? Not much. Didn't he take like a forty-game suspension? That's a lot, bro. Forty games in a full baseball season. Come on, man. Forty games in a hundred. It's, it's a quarter of the season. So you think that's suffice enough and then you're upset about Antonio Brown? No, no, no. What I'm upset about, I mean, well, there's so much I'm upset about with that. Uh, That's a 40-game suspension for Araldis Chapman for doing what he did. Uh, You know, Tyreek Hill, right? Hitting his girl, hitting his wife, you know, hitting his his kid, breaking his kid's arm, like all of that stuff. And we're cool with it. We don't know if all that stuff is true about the kid's arm. That was never... Confirmed. He did kick up his pregnant girlfriend. That we know. But I don't know about that. I'm not going to speculate on the children's arm. There was a lot of uh, shadiness there. I don't think that was ever proven. So I'm not going to go there. So where else then? Where where else? I, I just, I you know, I look at the NFL. And I look at some of the, the guys who, you know, who, whatever. Second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances. Like it's over and over again. You know, you have... You have Joe Mixon on camera punching a woman in the face. Uh, and every GM and the and coach turns around and says, well, I'd rather him uh, run for my team than to run against my team. And so it's like, oh, we don't care about any of that other crap. We don't care about his, his personal life. It's all what he does on the football field. Like we reward people after doing crap like this. Well, I, I mean, it's going to continue to happen if a guy has talent. So what you want the NFL to just ban these guys for life? Yeah. So you don't think people should get a second chance for making a mistake? You, you want a second chance? You can get a second chance. I'm fine with a second chance. We're not talking about a second chance here with these guys. Like, that's the thing. We're not talking about second. We're talking third, fourth, fifth chances for these guys. And it's, you know, I, at some point you have to turn what, around. What else did Joe Mixon do? Uh, He has done nothing since. So, yeah. So Joe Mixon got his second chance and he's been fine so far. Okay, it's still it's still like appalled me to hear, you know, GMs and, and, and people talk about stuff like this. But, you know, Antonio Brown, this is what his like third, fourth chance now. 
Um, Josh Gordon. How many chances is Josh Gordon going to get? Alden for smoking Smith. for smoking weed, bro. I mean, that's yeah, more I, than smoking weed. What else Josh did he Gordon. do? It's, it's, what else did he do? He what went else? to rehab. He had some drinking and weed. I mean, I think almost everyone in the NFL probably has some type of issue. They just bottled up. But what did Josh Gordon do that was so harmful to society? I'm not saying that Josh Gordon is doing something that's harmful to society. I'm saying that we put these players on a fucking pedestal that they don't belong on. Well, I don't care. Some you got people talent, do. I'm... That's fine. You got talent. That's great. You got kids that are supposed to be looking up to you. Kids are supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be a role model. You're, you're not. No, just... they're not. No, they're not. They're not supposed to be role models. They don't have to be. And you have to teach your kids not to look up to them and, and teach that to your kids. But their job is not to be a role model. Uh, it's you know what it's part of the, it's part of their job being a professional athlete and making all your public appearances uh, and and doing all your charity work. You think all these guys give a crap about the charity work? No, that's some part guys of do. their job. Some guys do. Most so of them a lot it's of, part of your job. A lot of guys do it genuinely and that they want to help out others. Sure. Yeah, and you know what? And a lot of them don't. It's part of the job. Being the a part, role there, model. There's nothing. No, that there's no role model description in your job when you become an athlete. You no, can do whatever isn't. you want. I'm not saying that it's like written into their contract. Uh, you know, if you're gonna be a public figure, like a professional athlete, there's a certain amount of decorum that that you need to maintain. And if you don't, and you become problematic, like a guy like Antonio Brown has been, like I'm sorry, I just. I don't I don't buy into the whole if you got talent you should play. Like that's just that's to me playing in the okay, NFL so how, should be considered how, a privilege. How do you want to change it though? It's not going to change. I mean, so how do how do you want to change it? Lifetime bans. So Antonio Brown gets a lifetime ban for what? For what? For illegally recording a conversation with a coach and a GM and broadcasting it on social media? That's a that's a that's a violation, dude. Sorry. Did he did he get charged with anything? It doesn't matter if he got charged with with illegally. You, you, he, did you, this, you know gonna, he did this to gonna, the team. He did this to the team. A, you're gonna ban a lot of players then. Okay, that's fine. Then you know what? If you ban enough of them, maybe the ones who like actually you know want to play and want to like be uh, at least a solid citizen and contribute to society, well. Maybe those are the guys who should get rewarded, and the guys who don't get the fuck out. All right, I don't, I don't see it changing. You could, you know, talk and say all that stuff, but until someone makes an example, it's going to be the same thing over and over. Yeah, I get. Antonio oh, so, Brown so has you're talented. Saying, so you're saying if it's never going to change, and you're not going to get all the owners on board or the GMs on board, then then it's just behavior we should tolerate. I didn't say tolerate it. It's up to you to whether you want to how you view that athlete, but nothing, we, this has been going on for a long time and nothing has changed. Antonio Brown still has talent and can still play football. Several teams are interested in it, knowing what he has been through, knowing what he did publicly. If you noticed, it's been pretty quiet with Antonio Brown lately. You don't think his PR team got around him and told him, Hey, time to stop. Have we seen any social media from Antonio Brown over the last six, seven months? It's been quiet, right? For now, yeah. Now that now that he's now that he's more relevant, and let's say teams are looking at him and he signs, you think he's he's gonna you know tow the straight and narrow right now? He's gonna tow the line. He's gonna be a good solid citizen. Uh, no idea. I don't know. I mean, you, it all depends on what people 
have done approaching him and if they've been able to get to him enough. But there are teams interested that are looking to bring him in. I mean, Seattle, of all teams, they're undefeated. They're rolling. Why would they be interested in him then, knowing what he's been through? Why do you think they're interested? Because it's all about it's all about putting you know money in their pockets. That's what it's all about. It's about winning a championship. It's they about, feel Antonio well, Brown, which, could, which is putting money in your pocket. Right. They feel Antonio Brown makes the team better. That's why. I don't know, man. I just yeah, you and I, I guess, just see it differently. Um, I, you know, I'm not like some like moral high ground type guy, but like at some point with these athletes. Yeah, you, you, you gotta you gotta say enough is enough. You gotta say when, right? No, you don't you don't think so. It depends on the situation. I mean Okay, Antonio- all right, let's let so Antonio Brown, uh illegally recording conversations, doing all the nonsense that he did, not to mention the uh the the assault on the driver, not to mention all the sexual assault stuff that's still being looked into. How that's still being looked into right now is fucking beyond me. Like, it shouldn't be taking this long to do that. So all of that stuff and everything, talent wins over all of that. He can be fine. He he wasn't proven guilty of any of this. So who am I to judge? There was a lot of talk that he was set up with that woman. That he was set up by, by the, the trainer for the Steelers? Yeah. And, and, and where is that corroborated? Or is he just claiming that he was set up? It wasn't even him. I saw it from other parties. He Again, I'm not going to comment on anything where he wasn't convicted of anything. Okay. Uh, Alden Smith. How about that? Let's let's talk about Alden Smith, uh, who was charged with sexual assault, uh, who was charged with uh, illegal discharge of firearms, who was charged because of all of his uh, uh, work with uh, gangs in, uh, in, in the East Bay in, in uh, Northern California. Yeah. I mean, he's done a lot and he we're, was out of the league for a long that. time. We're good. I didn't him. say I would. I didn't say I was good with him. So it's fine. Like you know, whatever. As long as he stays out of trouble now, we don't have to worry about anything. There's there's no harm in him playing football. Look, I didn't say I was good for him. He got reinstated by the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you want? So you want the NFL to once you do something wrong once you're banned for life? That's what you want? No, I didn't say. I said so you, what can do you have want? a What's second chance. But What's when the these solution? guys are repeat offenders. Which they are, you have to say stop at some point, right? And and stop rewarding I mean, them with million dollar deals. I mean, he he didn't play in the NFL since 2015, right? So what's the purpose of having him back? Suddenly everything's fine. We we think he's matured over that time, and 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 he's good to go. I mean, he served his suspension, right? It was five. He missed five years, bro. He missed a lot of money of his career. He probably doesn't have much left. You know, I see that's the funny thing. I don't give a crap if these guys lose money. They're doing it to themselves. It's not but, like it's not like somebody's holding a gun to Antonio Brown's head and saying, "Hey, go be a douche to the Raiders and and record conversations and then broadcast it." Nobody's telling him to do that. Nobody's telling Alden Smith to to, you know, to to sexually assault some woman or or to, you know, to to start shooting his guns off at other people. Like nobody's telling these guys to do it. These are the choices that they're making. Right, and they've each paid a penalty for those choices. Um, I, I, I hear you. I just, I, I disagree. I disagree. I, I think that it's, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm tired of looking at these fucking guys and, you know, thinking that they are above reproach and that they are above the law and they can do but whatever they want. And you're right. I agree with you, but 
I agree with you, but the bottom line is that's how life is. Even outside of sports, you know this, you've seen it. When you have a certain position of power, you get away with stuff. It sucks. I wish we could change it. That's the way life is. You know that. You've been around people. Certain people, if you have power and money, you get away with stuff. If you, In this case, it's athletes who have a, a talent and it's supply and demand. There's a lot of people that can't do what Antonio Brown is. He gets a second chance. Is it fair? Is it right? No, it sucks. That's not how it should be. But that's the way life is, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, then let's just move over to the uh, Michael Thomas situation. Because, yeah, I just I completely disagree. I get that that's what the way life is. Um, <laughs> I just I think it's it's pretty it's pretty shitty. It's, it is. It's pretty I, dude, damn I'm shitty. I'm agreeing with you on that. It and sucks. I'm not going to I'm just not going to celebrate it. I'm, I'm not celebrating. Where, where were we celebrating, though? I wasn't celebrating Antonio Brown. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a figure of speech. I'm not saying that you're running around like celebrating it. I'm saying that when, when somebody behaves like that, no, I think that, that the NFL needs to, uh, it needs to fly right about it and needs to, needs to do a little something, uh, you know, stiffer penalties, whatever the case may be, you know, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. And, and you don't, and we're not going to sit here and change each other's opinions about it. So Let's talk about what's going on with the Saints right now. Let's talk about what's going on with Michael Thomas. Uh, supposedly at practice today, and then he left practice. Now we're hearing there's a hamstring issue. But Sean Payton said that you know it had nothing to do with uh, him punching a teammate in the mouth or in the face or whatever he did. Um, with that, where are you at with Michael Thomas? Are you you know looking to to pick him up? Or are you looking uh, not pick him up, but I mean, are, are you comfortable with Thomas moving forward or do you think there's something more going on? Yeah, something seems kind of weird here uh, because he was added to the injury report with a hamstring issue and was limited with the ankle, which I thought we were over that. <laughs> I thought that was 100 uh, percent. This hamstring injury that had happened in practice today. I don't know. I mean, he could still be pissed um, about the suspension. I don't think he's spoken to the media, if I'm correct, since this incident. I doubt he did. Uh, I don't know if anyone spoke to him today, but uh, I was joking that maybe uh, he's turning into Antonio Brown. Because remember, Antonio Brown was fine for a long time. Remember? There was yeah. nothing. And then all of a sudden, he just turned into a diva. And I'm not saying that's the case with Michael Thomas, but punching a teammate and now this issue. So I was like, He's good to go. He'll be fine this week. Now I'm raising eyebrows here. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to see some practice reports and see what's going on with him before I start trusting him. But uh, if, if you've got him, if you would you be interested in uh, trying to sell him off right now? Does this like inspire you to trade him or is it more of just a wait and see? I think it's wait and see. I mean, anyone who reads the news knows and they're going to see, oh, now he's got a hamstring issue, too. So that's going to they're going to be like, oh, I don't know if he's going to be back. And he's got a hamstring issue and an ankle. So, yeah, I think you're kind of stuck with him if you have him at this point, unless you are trying to pedal him off to a six and oh, five and one team. Uh, and they're willing to take a shot because they can afford to be without him potentially for this week. But I mean, I, I don't know, man, this is just. Very weird situation. Like, where did this hammy come from? Was it just today in practice? Is the uh, I don't know. It, it seems a little fishy. 
it does seem a little fishy. I don't really know what to make out of it. Uh, you know, one of the big problems that we have is that beat writers are not, you know, they're just not as as in tune with what's going on with the team. It seems like Adam Schefter and Tom Pelissero are the only two who know what's going on. And uh, yeah, I <laughs> Oh man, there was a uh, there was a, a Twitter post. Uh, I think Matthew Barry reposted it. That uh, <laughs> getting into a league with Adam Schefter is a difficult thing because he uh, he ended up already adding Antonio Brown uh, to his team, <laughs> and then tweeted everything out about him. Very interesting. Um, so yeah, Michael Thomas. I'm not really. Uh, I'm not all that sure because we just we we just don't know. We're just not getting the access. Uh, into these players do we do we just wait for Schefter to give us some sort of a report on them I don't really know I don't really know um if you were to sell Anton uh, uh Michael Thomas what level uh I mean I hate doing wide receiver for wide receiver deals so if you're looking for a running back help and you're uh looking to trade a guy like Michael Thomas like what tier running back would you look for you got to get an RB1 tier. I mean, because when Thomas does come back, you know what he's going to do. He does it every year. And we see the offense is not to say without him. So, you know, you got to get like Aaron Jones, man. All right. There you go. People shoot for the stars. You got to do it. Uh, would you consider Ezekiel Elliott still a, a, a top tier back? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he you know, had the two fumbles lost, but it's all about volume. And even in that game where he sat out for a period, he still had 20 touches. I know the offensive line is definitely a concern. Uh, but the other thing we saw from Dalton is he checked down a lot. Zeke had 11 targets in that game. Right. Uh, they're going to be continuing to pass. Uh, so maybe Zeke doesn't have the ceiling with Dak Prescott, at quarterback, and what you thought before the year. Uh, but he's still a guy that's going to get heavy volume every week. The only way it doesn't happen is if uh, he fumbles again early in the game this week. Uh, then maybe they go to Tony Pollard for an extended period of time. Uh, but I did see Zeke say he's going to watch all of the, the the fumbles frame by frame and try and figure out what happened. Some people were saying the sleeves because uh, he had those blue sleeves. Maybe those were a factor. I don't know. I don't recall him wearing that every game this year. So I don't know if that was a factor. But I guess he'll analyze it and try and figure it out. But, yeah, you know, we saw this with Chris Carson last year, earlier in the year, and then he didn't fumble the rest of the way. So, uh, but it is disturbing because especially last week, that was the last thing you needed because you were relying on Zeke to ease the pressure on Dalton in this bad offensive line. And he turns it over twice and all of a sudden it's 14 nothing, and then game over. Yeah, I was I was actually less concerned about the fumbles with him, thinking maybe that was just more kind of like in his head sort of thing, you know, trying to do too much or, or whatever. But, um, you know, yeah, the offensive line is a is a troubled spot for me. It's definitely a troubled spot for me, um, especially with Zach Martin going down. That's that's bad news. That's, ooh, that's making a, a very bad situation uh, even worse. Um, all right, so wanted to talk a little Antonio Brown, a little Michael Thomas uh, from there before we get to uh, our picks for Thursday Night Football. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, uh, the DFS site you should be playing on. Here it is. <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. 
That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTEUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> All right, Adam, here we go. Thursday night football. It is back. Giants, Eagles, Giants, four and a half point underdog right now. Over under is 45. These are two teams that are, well, I mean, the whole NFC East is spiraling into uh, into disgusting oblivion here. Uh, but talk to me here. How do you see this game playing out? Oh, I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> probably... A close, low-scoring game, I would take the points with the Giants, thinking it could be a field goal game. But I don't really feel strongly about this game at all. Okay. Um, Can Carson Wentz kind of bounce back, or are we still worried that this offensive line is, uh, you know, still hurt and still having problems? Carson Wentz has actually played well from a fantasy perspective. He's actually put up points, uh, which is kind of amazing. Uh, because he's running a little bit. So uh, in this matchup, he could. I mean, I don't have him ranked as a top 15 quarterback this week. But uh, I think he is interesting. And I did see him picked up in a couple leagues because he was dropped. And there could be better days ahead for him, especially as they get some of the weapons back. Deshaun Jackson could play. Don't count on Alshon Jeffrey. He might be back in 2024. Uh uh, Dallas Goddard probably not back this week, uh, maybe next week. And then I think they have a bye. But uh, Wentz, considering everything that's happened with this team, I think he's actually done a pretty good job. You know, he had 49 rushing yards last week and a touchdown. Uh, and obviously got hot late against the Ravens. Um, he had three touchdowns in the game, two passing, one rushing. Uh, the week before, he had two passing touchdowns. So, yeah, he hasn't thrown for 300 yards, doesn't have a three passing touchdown game. But considering... Uh, he went against Baltimore and Pittsburgh the last two weeks. I thought he's done a solid job with the lack of weapons and the shaky offensive line. And uh, it won't be that bad against the Giants. They have played pretty good defensively, better than we thought. Their problem has been offensively. But uh, I think Wentz is uh, someone that might get better as the season goes along. It'd be nice. Yeah, Giants this week, Cowboys the week after that. Uh, both primetime games. They play Thursday, then they play Sunday night. Uh, against the Cowboys, then they have the bye week. Then they come back and they're at home, uh, or they're on the road against the Giants. And then it's Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints. Uh, you know, tough matchups to say the least. But also, you're looking at at teams that he's gonna have to throw uh, against if they want any shot at uh, at winning these games. So, uh, real nice stretch for him there. Um, 
let's see, Boston Scott, does he interest you? And we kind of got burned by him week one uh, when Miles Sanders was out and everybody was in on Boston Scott uh, going up against Washington. Tough run defense, sure. But I don't know, man. Is Boston Scott even a, a, a guy you can get behind at all? Yeah, short, short term. Uh, it's a better matchup. He's going to catch some passes. I'm sure we'll see some Corey Clement. Might be 60% of the snaps for Scott. I mean, I wasn't, if he was available, I wasn't spending a ton of money at all, unless I was desperate for this week. Um, but yeah, I, I think you could start him if needed. What about all this talk about Richard Rogers uh, being the uh, the new tight end extraordinaire over there, at least until Goddard gets back? Yeah, I'm not going to go there. I mean, maybe he gets a touchdown, sure, but uh, I got to think there are better options if you're desperate for a tight end. All right, on the uh, on the Giants side, Daniel Jones. Um, you know, I just I don't know how you how you, how you start him at any point right now. Um, Devonta Freeman, uh, Darius Slayton, uh, Evan Engram. He's been a, a colossal disappointment there. Do any of them get out of, I mean, Slayton's not been in a rut. Uh, any of them pique your interest? Not really. I mean, I don't have any Evan Ingram, but tight end is so bad and he is getting a target share. It's just, there haven't been great targets. So really Slayton Freeman is a borderline RB two. You don't want to play Daniel Jones. Uh, looks like Sterling Shepard might be back. I mean, the team's a mess, man. <laughs> the team is definitely a mess. That whole division's a mess. Um, all right, so you say take the points over under. Uh, under. 45, yeah, lean on the under there. I like it. I like it. All right. So there you got it, guys. Giants take the points. Lean on the under. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, for that for Thursday night game. But that's going to do it for us here on the Annie Up podcast. Thanks to everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, for Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.